How can you get a home when the bank says no? This podcast is dedicated to the 1 in 10 homeowners denied each year by the banks. Welcome to the pre-approved podcast. Dee, welcome to the pre-approved podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So you have a unique story in that on the path to home ownership, you've not only gotten a home without using a bank, you and Tootie, who is your you know partner, actually help people with credit repair to help them you know improve that so they can either get a loan or do different things. And then not only that, but you kind of have a, a, a personal mission of helping other people get into homes. So what a what a great opportunity to have you on the show here today. And so the first one that I, I maybe want to talk about is you've actually acquired a home without getting a bank. What what was that like? Um, the process was actually okay. It wasn't hard. It wasn't, it was okay. It was good. It was what I needed at the time because my credit score was trash. Yep. That's the honest truth. It was really bad. It wasn't like the low 400. Um, but my daycare business grew in my two bedroom apartment. So my partner today and I had to, um, extend it to a single family house. And then we found out that my credit score was really bad, but we really needed to extend the daycare out of the apartment. So then we went through the rental own route. Gotcha. And what was that like? So you're actually here in uh, in the same city that I am, or you were over, you know, maybe just across the river, kind of in the same Fargo Moorhead area, but your, your journey, was it like, did you talk with some banks and they kind of said, Hey, you have to do this or you have to do that. And then how did you go about trying to find a, find a home? Yeah, so I started off by looking for homes online, um, and then I started contacting the person that was listing it, asking them if it was available for rental own or just purchasing it or just leasing it, just looking at my options, um, but I really just wanted to own a home. I don't want to invest a huge amount of, of money into something, and I don't own it, so then I decided that we wanted to um, purchase so came to find out that my credit score was really bad um, because we met with a lender. They pulled my credit. My credit score was terrible at the time. And I also didn't have two-year tax return for my business because I only did it for a year in the apartment. And that's how we decided to log into the rental own option. And we found our investor online. And that's how we connected with him. Fantastic. And so now not only have your entrepreneur journey, you know, through the daycare, I imagine gone very well, because you've actually been expanding that. And and like you said, from the apartment to the house, and now looking at at more things, tell us a little bit about that journey. Yes, we are looking to expand our tracker business to a center next year. So I'm super excited for that. Wow, such a such a big need, you know, just overall in this area, but overall in life. And so now You've actually had other people seeking you out, trying to consider doing the same thing. Is that right, Dee? Like other, trying to help other people either start their own in-home daycare. And what does that look like? Yeah, I, I like it. I like helping other women start their own, their own childcare business. When I started off, I didn't have anybody to help me through the process. I figured everything out on my own from scratch to like the building, um, the logo, the website, contract policy. I figured all that out by myself. So I want to lay a path out for other women to follow so they don't have to struggle because it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard work. And um, you don't want to do alone. 
because it can get lonely sometimes. So I am here to help other women. I've already helped over 12 ladies started their chakra business. It's growing. So I'm looking to help more women in the near future. Oh, that is great. What a good, what a good service. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking about starting your own daycare, D is a great resource for you. And just, just in case someone wanted to get in contact with you, normally we'll, you know, post it in the show notes or different things, but um, might as well jump to it right away. D, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you on, on anything, what's the best way? Is it find you online? Is it an email? Is it a, a normally we don't ask people to get about phone number, but what's the best way people can ta- contact you, D? Yeah, so they can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Snapchat. Um, the email is great as well. So they can reach me at d, d at fivelitynetwork.com. That's my personal email to reach me. Fantastic. So so you've done kind of the journey yourself where you started your own, you know, daycare. You've been graduating now, looking at potentially going to a center, helping other, you know, women do something similar. And you have this unique combination now too, where you're actually trying to help other people get into homes. You know, we had coffee here a a little while ago and, and it, and it was kind of this, you know, a little bit new, but it seemed like you already had either someone in the pipeline or someone that you, you're kind of going with. So what, how did that journey come about? Um, the, The real estate started for me when a lot of people started reaching out to me about homes. So I know, and I also noticed that people that are in our credit repair uh, business also need a home. So we, my partner and I came up with the idea of adding a rental own program to our credit repair. So how we did that was uh, we're networking with networks. We have um, investors who are willing to help us purchase homes for families. And then they can go through our rental own program. That way they, they have home that, that they have for their family. So yeah, that's the real side. <laughs> Pretty cool. So, and, and you, t- you touched on it a couple of times, but let's dig into it a little bit more. How did the, how did the credit repair company come about? How long has that been going? And if someone's listening to this, like, oh, I have a, I have a low 400 score and I know I need to get to 620 or 680. Um, what, what does that journey on what you started with? on just that. And then I'll dive into some details on maybe some, some tips or advice that you can give. Okay. So the credit repair journey started out for us when I really needed a loan to um, expand my daycare from my, my home to a house. Then we found out again, credit school needed to be good. (laughs) It's like everything you need to do, you need to have good credit. So we looked around in the Fargo-Moorhead area. We really didn't find a company that, that, who connect with me. Like, I just needed someone to like teach me, show me, make me understand what our lenders looking for when it comes to the credit side. Well, it was hard to find someone. So then once again, my partner today and I just started like researching, reading books. Uh, and then we came across the software that we're using right now to, so we started fixing our own credit. So the great improvement in it. Um, he's like a computer person. So he likes the computer side of it. And he does such a great job just going through everything and explaining it to me, making me understand. So then I started learning too. And we started that last year doing the COVID and everything was crazy. So we took some time to just work on our credit. And then the beginning of this year, we launched our DNT credit repair company and it's, it's slowly growing and we just want to get it out there to help more people fix their credit as well. For sure. Who are this, who are some of the people that, 
that you really like to help? Is it anyone with kind of a low credit score? Is it someone that's, you know, specifically trying to improve it? Who, who do you, who does uh, DNT try to help? Uh, we are trying to help anyone with a low credit score. I mean, we really, if your credit score is below 700, it needs to be fixed. It needs to be looked at because lenders are looking, yes, you can get a house with like 580 credit score, but your interest rate is going to be high compared to someone who has a 740 credit score. They have a better interest rate. So we encourage anybody who has a credit score below 700 to join our credit repair program so we can get you into 700 and up. I mean, everyone is working their way up to that 850, so you don't want to be left behind. <laughs> for sure. No, that's great advice. So for, for those individuals that have never done credit repair or they're like, oh, I'll never be able to get my credit score up or, you know, what can you can you talk about that journey that from the from the time somebody either emails you D or talks to you to the time, you know, that they get through your program. Can you talk about that, that journey a little bit? Okay. Yep. So each individual um, credit repair journey is different. Mine was extremely rough and bumpy, and I'm still in the process of getting my score, the goal that I wanted to be. But what affects most of our credit score is heart increase. Um, we're just out there just running, buying everything, yes, but your credit is being pulled. So therefore it's gonna reflect on your credit profile. So for someone that is coming in with heart increase, that's, that's easy fix because you know that you're not supposed to be purchasing stuff if you don't have good credit. So why are you even doing it to begin with? <laughs> so then I start the education process from there. Watch um, your utilization. You don't want to just have a credit card and use it, max it up up to 100%. No, I advise my client to stay under 9%. Best spot is actually 6 or 7% so that you're not overusing it. Uh, making sure you're paying your payments on time because 75% of the credit pie is on payment. You want to make sure you're making your payments on time. Keep track of your expense. Make sure you're not overspending. Don't spend money you don't have. That's not your money. You're just borrowing it because you're going to pay back. So that's how I just kind of walk them through with each individual because their situation is different. For sure. Um, for the, for the you know, maybe tens, if not, you know, dozens or hundreds of people that, that you might be helping in the future, what, what can they expect from a timeline? I imagine it's somewhere between like, here's here some low-hanging fruit that we might be able to fix really quick to, hey, this is going to be a four to five-year journey, you know, and it's, and it's going to be a long path. When Is there any kind of timelines that you can expect as far as like a low, medium, and high range for the process of improving one's credit? So we ask every client that coming into our credit repair program to give us at least four to six months because it takes the bureaus 30 to 45 days to get back to us. It's, it's a communication process. So we ask that they give us at least four to six months because within that time, we can guarantee that we can um, make your score perfect, but we can guarantee that you will see some kind of changes based on what we do. Sure. Well, that's, that's, that's kind of cool. So they're basically paying for the results so that they know that their credit's going to be going up. And some, it could be like, oh, there was a, I've heard the stories of there was just something on there that people had no idea and it, you know, either wasn't supposed to be on there or you got to call and, you know, get somebody to take it off. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you know, some derogatory marks get off and that can help too. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't pay attention to their credit profile. I think it's, 
essential that we pay attention to our credit profile because that's like the um, IQ for a dog is like, what number do you have? So you want to pay attention to the credit profile because that's what determines if lender can trust you with whatever the amount you're asking for. For sure. Is there any, um, what would be if someone was trying to figure out maybe a financial cost, you know, of, of doing something like this? Is there, is it kind of a one size fits all? Is it kind of a flat thing? Is it very, what, what does that look like if someone was, you know, considering like, okay, I want to make this investment to help my credit so that I can, you know, get, get a, a bank loan. What does that look like, Dee? Okay, so we have three different packages because we understand that every individual situation is different. We have our monthly package and then we have our um, one-time payment package too. So we give each individual the option based on what your, your credit profile looks like. Um, for others, it doesn't even take much. For others, it's going to take a long time. So that if it takes a long time, that's time we're dedicating to fixing that person. Um, credit profile. So the, the price varies. Sure. Any, 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 and, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, because people could probably find it on your website or they can contact you, you know, with some information just for what they might be expecting, you know, from a, from a budgeting standpoint, uh, you know, I'm guessing it's not a dollar and I'm guessing it's not $10,000. And so it might be, you know, might be somewhere, somewhere in between that, but I'm not quite sure just if, if, if a listener was thinking about budgeting for it, is there any is there any dollar amount that would be helpful for them? Yeah, so our monthly payment right now is one twenty nine. We do one ninety nine dollars enrollment fee just to get everything in place, and then you don't make your next payment until that thirty days. So there is pretty much flexibility, and we're willing to work with each individual situation too and see where they're at. So if we have a family that really need to purchase a home and they have like forty five days and they want to enroll in our program, we tell them that we ask that our clients give us four to six months, but we can work with you now and see what we can do and start you off. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I love the the tailored, like if somebody's like, well, you know, I, I see this home, I want it. I don't know if it's yeah. going to be on the market for, you know, much more than 30 or 45 days. And sometimes it's hard to plan out three or four months. Cause if you are four months down the road now, which is probably just the best way of planning for it. Maybe you're looking at next spring for your home purchase. Cause otherwise it's like, Oh, some people are like, Oh, it's the holiday seasons. And then, you know, things go up and from, from your experience, or, or at least from mine, I, I would say that I think people that aren't familiar with credit kind of just assume that D can just, you know, snap her yeah. fingers and make, and make, just make magic. Right. And, yeah. and can you explain a little bit how, you know, maybe credit, is based on time as well. Like there's not just like, you know, black and white type stuff. It's like, oh, well, how many days has it been since? Or, you know, how long have your accounts been open? And so there's some things that, that you can kind of brute force, but then there's other things that are just time that you can't really force. Do you, do yeah. you mind just elaborating on that a little bit? Yeah. So we have people come in our program and they want a easy fix overnight. Um, it doesn't work like that. Credit repair is like weight loss journey. It takes time for you to start seeing that a positive change that you want to see. And if you're doing your part and I'm doing my part, then we can get there faster. 
But if I'm doing my part and you're not doing your part, which is like making your payments sometime, paying attention to your utilization, knowing what you're applying for. If you're not doing your part and I'm here doing my part, we're not going to get there fast. So if both parties are on the same page and they're working together and they understand that in order to get here fast, I need to do this, do that. So that's what we can do with the client. But then on the, the bureau side, they do their own thing. We're not in charge of what they do. So it's just a communication back and forth. And they asked for at least 30 to 45 days. And when the pandemic was crazy high, they also had their own stuff going on their end. So it, it's a time, time thing. So we ask that when people want to purchase a home or when they want to make the next big purchase, plan ahead. Don't just wake up in 30 days and say, I'm going to purchase a house. No, you have to plan for it. And at least four to six months is a good, is a good time frame, I'll say. Fantastic. That's very helpful. So you have, you know, we've talked a little bit about your story and probably the main things that there are a few main things that the listers might have going on, but what else is going on in Dee's world? <laughs> There's always something going on in Dee's world. Um, I started this networking Facebook group called Boss Sisters Community, where we talk about business, relationships, and mindset. Um, when I was going through my entrepreneurial journey, I felt like I was alone sometimes because I didn't have the right mindset in my circle. So I created this networking group where women who are in business, who are who want to chat about relationship, who are looking for ways to grow themselves, that they join our bosses, this community, because um, it, it's pretty fun just to hear from other women's point of view and having that support group where you know that they're there to help you instead of judge you. So that, that's what I've been up to today. Um, just networking and having fun with other women. <laughs> That's fantastic. Good for you, Dee. You're just a, <laughs> always, always high spirited and just a wonderful person to be around. It's, it's, it's great. Great to, great to know you. Um, so we've, we've kind of talked about that journey um, at, before we wrap up. And of course, everyone can get, you know, in contact with you below. We'll, we'll connect Dee and, and get all the information so that when the podcast does come out, you know, everyone can, can click below. Um, different things that you might want to share with the audience. So someone is looking at getting a bank loan and, they, and their mortgage application was denied. And, you know, maybe this is someone in a daycare business. Maybe this is someone who's trying to start their own business. Maybe this is someone just with a poor, poor credit. Any, any uh, tips or advice that you would give them on their journey? Yep. Um, I would say never, never be afraid to ask for help. Um, I was 10 years old when I came to the U.S. I didn't know how to speak English at first. Reading was extremely hard for me, but I dedicated the time to learn and grow and learn from others. I wouldn't be where I am today if I was prior and didn't ask for help. So I always tell people, whatever situation you're going through, always, always have an open mind to ask for help. Because if you don't ask for help, how is someone going to help you? Nobody is going to know what's going in your life. So it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and network. It's okay to see a stranger and say hi to them because you never know people's situation. You never know what's going on in someone's life till you talk to them. So asking for help is what I would say helped me and I'm sure it can help anyone who's going through any situation. Great tip, D. That is fantastic. Listeners should definitely take you up on that. Anything, anything that you want to share, D, that we maybe haven't, haven't talked about yet? Um, I will really like the community, the FM community to um, host like educational events to help 
mean the young ones or just the youth 18 and up in general who are starting their life as well. Um, the school really don't teaches us about credit. <laughs> so I think if we can host event in the community to educate the young ones, I think it, it will really play a impact for our community. That's a great calling. I like that. Very cool. Anything else that that we haven't talked about that you feel like would be worth sharing, Dee? That was a, that was a great one. Um, last and final, I also have a nonprofit organization called Heritage Care Action, and our purpose for this nonprofit is to help low-income families, um, especially families who are new American coming to the United States and starting their life. Um. Oftentimes we come here and we have to adjust to the system and low income families are the, the most who are struggling because they don't understand the, the system, they don't understand the, the, trans, the transition. So I think Heritage Care is here to help some of that problems that we have, which is like educating them about credit, getting a house, knowing where to apply for stuff. So that, that's what my nonprofit organization is doing as of right now. And we are also in the process of opening a 24-hour childcare in-home daycare to help those um, families who are struggling and in childcare. So that's another project that I'm working on. <laughs> wow. I don't know how you get it done. I mean, you got that. You got all the books for, for the listeners. You can't see. She's got a bunch of uh, books back on the bookshelf and <laughs> Always, always trying to add value into the community, D, and that is that is uh, what such a wonderful thing. Thank you very much for everything that Thank you do. Thank you, Adam, for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. And we'll, if you want to get in touch with D, uh, feel free to reach out to her. She kind of shared the email, but otherwise, you can click below. And other than that, D, hope you have a great, wonderful day, and thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. You can always learn more by reaching out to us at homeequitypartner.com. Have a good day.